Welcome to Commedia del Cinema, the podcast that talks about some of cinema's most iconic comedy feature films. I am one of your hosts, Jordan Wold. I'm your other host, Emily Walborn. And today we're talking all things football, football, football. That's right. It's NFL season. That's true. It is, is. actually. (laughs) And we did that on purpose. Of course we did. We lined it up. We lined up this and book club for NFL season this year. <laughs> yep, if, if there's any any movies that cross over for football fans and just general movies, it's book club and 80 for Brady. It goes, remember the Titans, mm-hmm. book club, 80 for Brady, and then the Billy Bob Thornton Friday Night Lights movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Today, of course, we're talking about the 2023 film, 80 for Brady. Now, would you mind telling me what some of the other films that were related came out uh, during 2023? Um, yeah, you know, it's this current year. That's There's it? been a lot of movies coming out. No Hard Feelings, Joyride, Strays, Barbie, Asteroid City, uh, you hurt my feelings. The the blockbuster hit. Well, uh, if if any of you were in our screening when we saw that, you'd think it's the most <laughs> laugh out loud comedy, not just of the year, but perhaps of the decade so far. Oh well, yeah, since we had the Joker in our screening. Yeah, guy was um, laughing at every single line. Not always jokes. No, sometimes when they were just like, "Hi, okay, how's it going?" Ah, 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 ah. Ridiculous. Cackling. Uh, you People, Champions, Elemental, Murder Mystery 2, mm. Theater Camp, Blackberry, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, Renfield, um, some movies that haven't come out yet, like Dumb Money. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's in limited, I suppose, yeah, at the moment. It's in limited, but the vast majority of people have sadly no way to go see Dumb huh. Money at this time. Which is why we're raising funds for people to come uh, to L.A., New York, Boston, or San Francisco to see Dumb Money in London. I'm not raising funds. You are. You and Baxter have started your campaign to get everybody out to see Dumb Money. The Dumb Money uh, Fund. Okay, yeah, it's it's kind of an odd year for comedy. We've got a lot of big swings Mm -hmm. going on this year, actually. And this kind of started it off. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Because I feel like this movie was kind of written off as a meme mm-hmm. to begin with. And while it is still that, it did transform a little bit into something people actually went and, and saw. saw. Yeah. I read that uh, I think 47% of the audience was uh, were over the age of 55 and wow. 69% were women. Wow. So you got... Very few just Tom Brady fans out to see it, probably. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Which is understandable. I think not a lot of football fans are probably like, what? What is that movie? Yeah. Well, it also wasn't timed as well as I think the studios and, and the filmmakers were hoping. Because were they hoping for like a Super Bowl kind of thing? Well, they were under the impression that Tom Brady was already going to have been retired for like a couple of seasons by the time the movie came out so i think it would be more of a nostalgic um right you know journey to this iconic super bowl which was still in there 
but then it became like he had literally just finished playing a seat a season with a different team right right before the movie came out and then timed his next announcement of his new retirement with yeah. the release of this movie but i think that that they weren't particularly happy with the way he was still basically an active player at the time even though right. he's one of the main producers on this movie yeah it sounded like it was news to them when he said he was actually not retired anymore <laughs> yeah which is understandable well who directed and wrote this movie this movie was directed by kyle marvin mm-hmm. um who is a member of sort of a creative duo um along with uh let me find his name here um because he was a co-writer and co-star of this movie the climb which was a big i think maybe sundance and con mm-hmm. uh comedy a couple of years ago um what's his name uh michael angelo covino so they both ep'd this movie together and i think we're creatively involved um mm-hmm. but it's kind of an odd twist on the old person directs a sundance hit and then makes like a marvel movie this yeah, is it's not necessarily that <laughs> no it's like directs a sundance movie and then directs a, a slightly bigger studio movie right which i think is uh preferable a path i would prefer to see more filmmakers yeah. take probably um it was written by our old friends Halpern and Haskins, mm-hmm. uh, at least initially. One of the three writing writers or writing teams on books. Mm-hmm. And I believe Kyle Marvin and uh, Michael Covino did a bit of a rewrite on this, but not enough to warrant mm-hmm. an additional credit. Um, it's also very, very loosely <clears throat> based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, well, yeah, I guess the general concept of women over 80 being diehard Patriots fans, mm-hmm. that's generally the concept. They're one of the, one of the people in that group, her grandson worked in Hollywood and pitched this movie and, and Tom Brady loved it and that's how they got it, um, produced the, uh, but it is true that all these ladies, their their group name was Over 80 for Brady. I think they were all over oh, 80. I see. And um, they all, or at least most of them, thought he was super cute and handsome. Interesting. One of them, I read this actually really cute article where they talk about their group. And um, <laughs> one of them said, handsome, adorable, gorgeous. <laughs> and the other said, yeah, he was really handsome. So I wonder what happened that she doesn't think he's as handsome anymore. Maybe she saw the the video of him kissing his son on the lips. <laughs> um, so when he, when the grandson told them that they they filmed or they they sold the movie based on them, she said, "Oh my God, Max, how did you do that?" <laughs> and then he Tom Brady sent a video message to the grandmas mm. that he wanted to make their movie. And they asked, is that really him or is, is it an imitation? <laughs> Which I thought was very cute. That is cute. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, they, then they got on, of course, 
Rita Moreno, Sally Fields, Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin into Stars mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, it sounds like, well, Sally Field had said about why she signed on. Finding st- stories about older women. Older women are really interesting and they're a huge audience for, say, things you haven't thought of. Sports. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think it is kind of a, a more fun twist on this genre because it's more about them being diehard sports fans than mm-hmm. it is necessarily about their age. Like in Book yeah. Club. Right. In Book Club, it's a lot of just hack jokes about how old they are. Mm-hmm. Here, they are obviously all older people, but I think they have a bit more personality to each of them. Mm-hmm. And like, I like that Sally Field is the nerdy one. There's yes. no... <laughs> I mean, I guess Candace in Book Club, but she's just more straight-laced right. in that one. Well, she's a judge, so right. she's just not that be. much fun. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they each... I believe this group as a French group a little bit more. I think yeah. because they invest slightly more in the history of the group, even if it's kind mm-hmm. of trite melodrama. Yeah. You get why they're all hanging out and why they like football. Yeah, yeah. Um... And that sounds like partly taken from the real group, too. It sounds like they did it for 10 plus years mm. every Sunday. And, you know, as as husbands died and, mm. and family members kind of moved away, they always met up to watch football every Sunday so that none of them were alone, which mm. I thought was really cute. That is really cute. <laughs> um, I mean, they all have individual stories that are a little similar to kind mm-hmm. of the simplistic nature of the way the stories are in, in book club as mm-hmm. well but for the most part i thought they were a little bit more well executed here only because this is a movie that kind of understands that those stories are kind of pointless mm-hmm. just patter like the sally field story has maybe six minutes of screen time which is yeah. all it needs but in book club that would be 25 minutes long right well why don't you talk about what happens in 80 for brady before oh. we get ahead of ourselves oh here. yes what a thrill um okay so there's this group of older ladies who absolutely love tom brady they're diehard pats fans they've been getting together every sunday for 16 years uh, because the first sunday they watched football together Lily Tomlin was recovering from chemo, and they simply couldn't move the channel to anything other than football. They became huge fans, watch it every week, and eventually they hear about this competition hosted by Alex Moffat and Rob Corddry, I guess, (laughs) who do take up far too much screen time um, and do nothing, absolutely nothing except bad Mm -hmm. New England accents about winning a contest to go to the Super Bowl uh, in Houston the year the Patriots had that big comeback when we were in Boston and got to see the the parade during class. I don't know if you were in class during the Super Bowl parade. Which one? We were there for two. For two. Oh, the, I guess it would be, well, now I don't remember, but regardless, they try and win this contest. They don't win. Lily Tomlin fears her cancer might be coming back, so she buys tickets online. 
they go to the game, get in wacky adventures the a couple nights before, go to a party. There's a drug trip. Of course, there has mm-hmm. to be. Legally, they can't not have one. There are so, so many cameos in ways that I really wasn't expecting. Eventually, Billy Porter helps them into the game. Jane Fonda hooks up with Harry Hamlin, who is a former football player. She writes Gronk Erotica, which is, I think, pretty funny. funny. (laughs) That that not only does she write it, it's good, and And people really love love it. it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's way funnier than it just being sad that she's horny for him. Yeah, Um, and they. They keep doing this same thing at the end. None of their lives have really changed in any real way, except Rita Moreno decides she doesn't want to stay in a nursing home, which I was confused about the logistics of that. Like, so she had a house this whole time. Why are you confused? Well, that's what your grandma did. Oh, that's true. But uh, yeah, I guess she, yeah, that's (laughs) That's a good point. Um, Regardless. Um... They then continue to watch football together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's interesting about this movie is how it was surprising how there were no obstacles no, at any point. Until they get to the game. Until they get to the game. But there's a lot of really fabricated challenges along the way. You know, losing the tickets for the night. Mm-hmm. Drug trip. Lily Tomlin being mad that jane fonda's kissing that guy in the closet for a while mm-hmm. um, things that don't really aren't really anything no but it is it is just fun i mean because <clears throat> like we were talking about last week it even if the plot and the character stuff isn't very good it's like well we know we're in good hands right. with these ladies I mean, it's like I could just I could pretty much watch any four any of the four of these ladies do anything and I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, same. It helps that they're all with the exception of Lily Tomlin, which is very surprising, they're all Oscar winners. Mm-hmm. So they are certainly still they're giving themselves to the material even when it's not totally there. No one's phoning it in, which no. is Yeah, in the article I was reading um jane fonda says she never phones it in she says it's too hard of a job to do that mm-hmm. um which i feel like i can always tell with jane fonda for sure yeah um and sally field said that this movie actually was pretty hard because it was quite physical oh sure yeah i i think she was the one i was most happy to see just because i feel like the other ladies have done more of these kinds of movies uh, not, I would say not, not so Rita, Rita, Rita but... Moreno or Sally Fields, but those two were having a, a really good time. Like, even though the drug trip part didn't make any sense at all, Rita Moreno, <laughs> like, as if she was on a drug trip is, was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. It was more the visual, the visualization of that, that really didn't work for me because it so rarely does, you know, with the, everyone being yeah. the Guy Fieri. Well, if she takes what it was just one one or two gummies weed gummies why would she hallucinate why would she ever hallucinate on on weed unless they weren't unless unless they they were supposed to be like mushrooms or something but i don't think i think you know it's if they're gummies it's movie short for weed 
Yes. I know, because they were talking about how they ate gummy bears. Right. It's not like there are ketamine gummy bears in Lady <laughs> for Brady. No. Hopefully not. Um, the last act of the movie, though, is what really got me. Isn't it kind of lost me? I agree. It, well, that's when it gets so plotty after just being a hangout movie before. Like, I think Sally Field doing that was it a hot dog eating contest or what oh uh oh hot hot wing like i think that That was actually really funny (laughs) that was funny and then her being like i had to act like it wasn't hot but it was it was really that's really funny i don't really mind that there aren't that many obstacles in those bits because it's just i think it's enough to watch them out of their comfort zone Mm -hmm. it's when yeah when it's like you ladies do not have tickets I'm going to keep chasing you around the stadium. I know. I was like, what is... I was like, first of all, the security guard sees them on the Ron monitor. Ron Funches. Ron Funches. I thought that was Ron Funches. Sees them on the monitor and goes, not in my stadium, and then finds them. Yeah. Like, how on earth would he find these four women in the entire stadium? That is that is, logically that is insane that he would be able to find them unless it was like he just happened to go into the first section to look and found and saw them right away. But like how how on earth would yeah. he find them in a massive stadium, football yeah. stadium? It's just such an unnecessary repeat obstacle because we've already had different versions mm-hmm. of the same sort of repetitive thing in the movie. Like, okay, they get past the security guard. Then there were different security guards who they have to dance for, which Billy yes. Porter helps them with. And so then to have them get past him and then go back to the first guy. I know. Like he's he's for some reason the big bad in the third act. Yeah. And, and I don't know. It is a, you don't really need it. And then when then what's weird is that the most of the third act is just watching the end like the second half of this football game. Mm-hmm. Which is like you know, not, I mean, because as we were, t- we were talking about it after we watched it, and you said it's kind of like Uncut Gems, but the difference is, is that they don't have, like, the stakes of the movie aren't writing on that game. Mm-hmm. They're already there watching. Right. And, the, right. of course, they want the Pats to win, but, but it, doesn't. it doesn't really affect their whether or not Lily Tomlin gets sick again and dies. You know what I mean? It's not like it's, it's not... It doesn't really have any connection to their own mm-hmm. stories or characters. They're just, I mean, it's like they they finally made it and they're watching the game now. Right. And like, you know, Lily Tomlin gives the pep talk to Tom Brady and that's nice, I guess, but it... And I think, do the other characters help in strategy in some way too? I feel like um, someone, maybe Sally Fields, Sally I Fields think. is helping, yeah, give give uh uh play yeah you know what plays they should use Mm -hmm. yeah so i don't know it's uh a little a little thin at the end there it is a little thin yes it's it is unlike uncut gems in that one you don't necessarily know the results of the of the game in uncut gems Mm -hmm. unless you were like a diehard basketball fan and it's also 10 themes deep in there and directly tied to this game that happened 10 years ago 
the outcome is incredibly relevant to this fictional character. Like, that's very right. well done. Because he, his whole, like, all of his money, everything is riding on on the game. Like, you don't really have to understand right. how, how his bets work or whatever to, for that to work. And right. while Rita Moreno does make, make a, a bet, bet, and we see her likely doing that off screen we don't learn it until after the game that she's made a lot of money from that bet yeah so it doesn't it's, it's like we don't it it could that could be could have been relevant but we don't know about it until after the game's over and it's also like well i i don't know i guess it's a good game to watch but yeah. I, it's like i don't i don't really remember that super bowl because I'm not a Pats or a Falcons fan. I only remember it because of how notable it was. Of that, a comeback. How far of a comeback it was. I do think it would have been really funny. And they would have had time to do this. Had mm. they ha- shown Rita Moreno's character winning the bet. And even we didn't know the stakes of it before them. But then she goes full Sandler. And is just like, <laughs> okay. Let's bet it all and bets her entire Super Bowl winnings on something even bigger. Yeah. I think they could have at least done some sort of joke with that. Yeah. Rita Morano as Howard Ratner would be hilarious. It's pretty funny. She yeah. makes Sally Field take a helicopter to like New Jersey or Atlantic City or something. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I I don't know. It's uh it's the comedy of it, it, like it's pretty funny. I think you can tell, um, you can see the writing team from Booksmart in mm-hmm. this. Obviously, it's it's got a lot of kind of similar jokes to Booksmart, mm-hmm. um, and kind of like a hangout vibe that Booksmart has at times. Yeah, it has more jokes than Booksmart. I yeah, I agree. More outright jokes. Yeah, but I guess when you're writing for someone like Lily Tomlin, mm-hmm. like you better put some jokes in there. Even though her character was arguably the emotional center of the movie. Yeah. I thought she was great, actually. In Lily playing. Tomlin? Yeah. I'm she like, was always amazing. But, like, in the flashback scene, which is not well written, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's so kind of, oh, God, yeah, she was sick. They bonded over the game. Yeah. But the way she plays, like, recovering from chemo mm-hmm. is so crazy real for really? this movie. Yeah. Like, you can see the sickness in her which obviously is also makeup and wardrobe and stuff too but it's just like damn she's still she's committing to the reality of this ridiculous and they're all doing slight new england accents yes it's i what really kind of sold me on it was actually the opening scene where they have their pre-game rituals Mm -hmm. for kickoff and how they have to knock a bowl of chips over. Sally Fields has to be on a ladder changing a light bulb. Mm-hmm. Jane Fonda has to sit in the dining room where she can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually pretty... It, like That was pretty charming. I think overall the movie is, is very charming. Mm-hmm. You can't think too hard about, I'd say, the plot or the character arcs. Because mm-hmm. they aren't really there. But it's it's a pretty i think like book smart it's kind of or book club it's kind of a pleasant watch mm-hmm. that you can throw on and just kind of let it wash over you and be like oh these yeah these are some of the greatest actresses and it's fun to watch them all be friends yeah i do think um this could have <laughs> gone from good to or like 
okay but pleasant to pretty good had they which it wouldn't have been possible for them to do with Tom Brady's involvement but Mm -hmm. had they kept the stakes lower I think it could have been really really charming if it's just these ladies are planning a Super Bowl party right and and you can then probably get even deeper into them being real football fans yeah that's true by you know it's uh they're pats fans and we barely spend any time Mm -hmm. in new england but i think it could have spoken more to whatever culture of their neighborhood yeah could have been interesting but yeah that's true Tom Brady's producing, that's not going to happen. But I also like that it's kind of a road trip and it's yeah. got big set pieces like hot wing challenges and yeah, that's true. And po- charity poker games. And, you know, it kind of takes it out of like the book club. That's of, true. Like, you know, their same setting. Same setting, family, drama, mm. children, you know, coddling their parents and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I yeah. mean, you get a little bit of that from. What's her name? Um, Leslie something maybe? From Roseanne. Um, oh, Sarah Gilbert. Sarah Gilbert. Yeah. No, I thought her name was Leslie. Um, I don't know. She looks like she could be a Leslie. Maybe that's her character's name on Big Bang Theory. She was on Big Bang Theory? With, yeah. Oh, well, that's fun. Did she interact with Johnny Galecki's character on that much? I since believe they're... they were love interest for a while. Hey. He's the father of her children on Roseanne, so. Yeah. And, of course, on the Connors. Of, well, of course. Which has been renewed for a sixth and likely final season. That's actually a lot of seasons. Ten years ago, Roseanne might have been in this movie. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Any other notable comments about about uh 80 for brady before we talk about how it did no i don't think so i think we pretty much covered it there's not much to go over it it's pretty light fair it is pretty light fair it's a great plain movie which is where we watched it mm-hmm. um this this movie did well but it's kind of hard to say the total if it's a true hit or not just mm-hmm. because it's not really a movie that has a market outside of the u.s no. So they didn't really release it mm-hmm. anywhere else, with the exception of the UK, I think, in a limited release. Mm-hmm. So it made 40 on a budget of 28, which would normally be a bomb, but since it all came from the US, it's That's not bad. Good, yeah. And it also was released with a marketing strategy that I think wasn't. It helped them, but I don't know if it was the best in the long run, mm-hmm. where tickets were. A little bit cheaper mm. than normal because it was okay. something like eight dollars tickets for eighty for Brady or something like that. Oh. There was some sort of ticketing gimmick. So the weekend eighty dollar it... tickets <laughs> VIP. It's like the Taylor Swift. Um, so the weekend it came out though, it was a little bit of an upset because although Knock at the Cabin, the M Night Shyamalan movie was number one for the weekend mm-hmm. 80 for brady technically sold more tickets by like two hundred thousand or something like that oh wow because i saw it was they knocking the cabin sold 1.3 mm-hmm. and million and then yeah. 80 for brady no 80 for brady sold 1.3 million versus 1.1 1. 1. 1. yeah wow. that's 
I think more a reflection on not get the cabin disappointing. But and also then... a note that if theater pri- theater lowered their ticket prices, they probably get more people to go. <laughs> they they could, but in this case, I just wonder if they needed to do that or right. if they would have sold the same amount of tickets and actually had a number one right. weekend. It's impossible to say, unfortunately. Hard to know. The things that keep us up at night. <laughs> Are they eating for Brady box office and ticket sales? Uh, yeah, wondering what would have made more money overall. <laughs> um, well, this was a brief, a very brief two-episode foray into the world of elder comedy. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to someday dive back in and do some more of oh, these. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of like old man movies where they break out of their retirement home, I feel like, and go do stuff. Going in style, mm-hmm. a big one. Um, Last Vegas, mm-hmm. Old Dogs, Wild Hogs. Yep. Grumpy Does that count old as old? Because they're like fifty. In wait, which one? Wild Hogs. That's true. Maybe not. They. That's like middle age. That isn't. That, are they like having a midlife crisis or something? Yeah, you're right. But they're. I think they're like fifty to sixties in that. Well, hard to say. It's been a while since I've seen old 80, hogs. So, yeah, not all of old them. Old hogs. <laughs> that should be the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> they, oh god, they they threatened to make a wild hogs sequel for years and years. Do it then, I dare you. <laughs> Do it. It'll make another hundred fifty million domestic. Slot. I went and saw it. I rented it. You saw it in theaters. Of course I did. I was a big Home Improvement fan. And a big William H. Macy fan. I don't know who anybody else <laughs> was other than Tim Allen. You'd probably and seen John Travolta, Travolta. Yeah. yeah. It's John Travolta, Tim Allen, William H. Macy, and who's the fourth one? Irrelevant. <laughs> okay, well, if you want to tell people where to find us, I'll look up who the last. <clears throat> you can follow us on Instagram at Comedia del Cinema. And follow us on Instagram, or well, I just said that. And follow us on iTunes, I meant, and Spotify. Um, rate and review our show only if you're going to be nice about it. And that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. But don't worry, I've got the cast of Wild Hogs here before we go. Tim Allen, John Travolta, Martin Lawrence, and William oh. H. Macy are the four. Also in the cast, Marissa Tomei and Ray Liotta. Interesting. I bet Ray Liotta plays like a tough guy. I think he's a tough biker. Yeah. Yeah. That's like actually a biker and it's like, you posers. Yeah. I'm going to beat you up. He, I loved his surprising cameo at the end of Wanderlust. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. That was really funny. Uh, anyway, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye.